everyone, I'm Rachel Poli here with Ari Meglin, and we're your hosts for the Merry Writer Podcast. We're on episode 102, and this week's question is, how do you set writing deadlines? But before we begin, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening so you never miss a show. And if you enjoy this episode, please give it a like, write a review of the podcast, and share it with your friends. It really means a lot to us. So what do we mean when we talk about writing deadlines? Well, I mean, in a nutshell, it can mean whatever you want it to be. Writing deadlines can be self-made or they can be made by your editor or your publisher or whoever you're currently working with. Uh, I think for the sake of this episode, we'll probably stick to self-made deadlines. And those can be whatever you want, whether you want to complete a first draft by a certain amount of time or you want to edit a certain amount of pages by a certain date or something. It, it's just to keep yourself on track with your novel. <laughs> so with that said, I'm going to start off this episode kind of crazily and say I haven't written in a really long time. So deadlines for me have just been out the window. But typically when I do try to set deadlines for myself, I try to do monthly goals. And what I mean by that is I will, depending on what stage I am in my novel, I'll try to write a certain amount of words within a month, or I'll try to edit a certain amount of pages during the month. I used to write, I used to tell myself I need to finish this draft in 30 days, or I need to edit this entire draft in 30 days. And that was just too ridiculous and like too overachievy. <laughs> That's not a word, but I'm going with it. And um, I would often get behind and I would miss my deadlines and then I'd get mad at myself and then I'd get out of the writing groove and things like that. Yeah, I try to keep it a little more simple and I, I've learned to really look at my novels and see where I am and see what I'm capable of doing for the upcoming month. And the reason why I like doing a monthly thing is because I feel, I don't know, I feel like a month gives you like a good chunk of time. 30 days, 30-ish days is a good amount. And I'm so used to writing for NaNoWriMo in November that the 30 days is like a good chunk of time for me, no matter what I plan on getting done. But that's how I would typically do it. I would set monthly deadlines for myself. And whether I do it or not, that's a whole nother conversation. I know a number of writers who use deadlines and I find the ones who seem to do it the best are people who have used deadlines on like contests or challenges like NaNoWriMo. Now I have done the H5K challenge a few times. Um, so I do, I mean, I am used to the idea of doing sort of deadlines like that, but I'll be honest, I don't often use deadlines and maybe I should because maybe it would actually help me to finish something. But I, I do find self-imposed deadlines to be quite useless to me because I just don't feel the pressure of a personally created deadline. I think, I don't know, maybe I'm just, I'm getting into that age. No, you know what? I've always been this age. I've always been this, this way, no matter how, how old I got, that I just don't feel the pressure of a self-imposed deadline. Having externally created deadlines does help. And I think the one that always sticks with me is when I was doing the anthologies, I was given deadlines, all the writers were given deadlines. But I do tend to wait until I'm right at the wire and it's not good. And I don't recommend it to anyone. It's, it's not the way to do anything. 
having said that, I did write all of the 7,000 plus words of that anthology, the first draft, obviously, in four hours on the day it was due. <laughs> and I don't normally do that. I don't normally manage to crank out over 7,000 words in a very short period. Hell, I don't even think I've cranked out even close to that in one day. So it did work. The pressure and, and the stress did actually help, but I don't normally like to crank up my own pressure to that level. And yeah, putting deadlines on myself, it just doesn't work for me. I just, I'm obviously not enough of a threat for myself to be like, you have to do this. And I know people can do two things. They can do the rewards. So, you know, it's like, if you manage to do X by this time, you get Y, you know, whether it's a chocolate bar or treat yourself or whatever, that's great. Or there's the opposite, which is the threat bet. I don't know if you've heard this, where you can, it's usually used with somebody else where you, you say like, well, I'm going to give myself this deadline or I'm going to give myself this project to do. And if I don't complete it by this date, I will, you know, give my friend a hundred bucks or I will, you know, donate to a charity that I hate, but they love or something silly like that. And the idea is the threat of losing money or having to do, I don't know, maybe a forfeit or something can motivate people. And even now, I don't think that would work for me. <laughs> I think I'd be like, oh, all right, I'll just have to find a hundred bucks and give it you. I don't think even that would work. So yeah, I'm awful with deadlines. So hmm, that's, a, that's a, a bit of a food for thought. I need to think about how I need to make deadlines work better for me. I do agree with you. Having self-imposed deadlines is really tricky. And I found that for myself, I don't really stick with them all that often either. I started doing the monthly goals because of NaNoWriMo and I always do such a great job with that during the NaNoWriMo months. But then when I would try to do it myself, there was no progress chart. There were no writing buddies. There was none of that. So I was like, there's no pressure to it, as you said. So I just wouldn't follow through with it. And again, there are no consequences to it either. Like, I mean, if you win NaNoWriMo, you get a little certificate, which is just a piece of paper you can print out. But I love those things. I have them collected in a folder from all the years that I've won. And for some reason, that motivates me. But creating a certificate for myself is not the same thing. And it's kind of like a loserish thing to do. I mean, if you do that, then hey, good for you. More power to you. But I think... Um, I even discovered that you can use the NaNoWriMo website during any month. You can set self-imposed uh, writing projects. And I did that for February. And um, I mean, at the time of recording, I know this episode goes out in March, but at the time of recording this, it's still February and I have yet to do a single thing for that deadline that I set for myself on the NaNo website. So there's that. And also, when you say that you wrote your short story for your anthology, like, so quickly at the last minute, some people work better that way. And maybe you're not necessarily one to do that, but because it was you had that deadline looming over you, maybe for that one instance, it did work better for you, and it worked out. So that's awesome. And some people, like, I'm not necessarily one to procrastinate. There are, I mean, trust me, there are some days when I do, but for the most part, like I tend to do everything well in advance. Um, so I'm not like a huge, I think if I procrastinated, it would not turn out nearly as good, but there are some people like my sister, she procrastinates on everything in life. And that's just how she works. She works better that way. She works better under that pressure. 
And, you know, so I think when it comes to like deadlines and stuff, whether it's self-imposed or not, if you do it last minute or not, you just kind of have to do whatever works best for you. I have not heard of the threat bed. I don't think that would work very well for me either, but I have tried giving myself rewards. Um, a couple, I think it was last year or two nanos ago, I bought myself Pokemon cards and I figured if I meet my dead, my uh, writing goal for every day, I could open up a booster pack. And I learned I had to buy the booster packs little bits at a time. Like I couldn't buy 30 days worth because if I didn't meet a goal, I knew I was going to open it anyway, because I was like, I'm not going to waste that money. And it's Pokemon cards. I'm going to open it eventually. So I think rewards can be a hit or miss too. If you are going to reward yourself with something, you, you got to do so like each day at a time or a week at a time or something. So that way, if you do skip a day, you can say, okay, I'm not buying, you know, whatever it is for myself for this day. Well, that's it. It's like, I think especially if you're like an adult writer and you have your own finances, it it can be hard sort of creating this kind of like, oh, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll, I'll treat myself if I hit this deadline because it's so easy to go, oh, I'm going to treat myself anyway. If you're a younger writer and you don't have the kind of easy access to certain funds and you have to like save up for it, or maybe it's easier to have someone else control the money and say like, don't give me this money or this allowance until I have hit this deadline. And you kind of give it to somebody else to monitor. I think it's harder if you're an adult because like I've done it with my partner where I'm like, right, just, you know, I've got to get this. This is my deadline. And he's really sweet because I'll miss it. And I'll be like, oh, it's really crappy. And he'll be like, well, here, have it anyway, (laughs) because he wants to make me happy. So it just falls apart. The only time I think it works is if you have accountability, but that's very specific because I have tried accountability buddies. And even that doesn't work because, again, you have to you have to feel this sense of accountability to someone and it doesn't always work. And again, as you get older, you really just don't give a crap. However, I think one of the reasons I was able to hit the deadline for the anthology was the it wasn't just me and my story it was connected to a book it was connected to other authors and if I really wanted to get it published I had to abide by the um the lady who ran it her rules and her deadlines if I didn't get it to the lady who ran it in time it just wouldn't go in the book so that was the sort of the threat but it wasn't the threat that that stopped me it was the fact that I felt like I would be letting her down now I've just realized I've actually set myself a deadline without realizing (laughs) I've recently contacted um, a writer I've been talking to for ages, a really good friend of mine, and I actually told her I'd like her to beta read my story, The Blessed. And it's not finished yet. <laughs> so what I did was I asked her if she'd be free in April. So the idea is I finished the first draft in February. <laughs> not even close. I give it to my alpha reader, who's my partner in March, because he's got some time off. So I have to get it done, the first draft, and maybe even an edit first, ready for his time off in March. So that's actually two deadlines. I've just realized I've set myself. And then when he's done it and made his notes, I then type them up, do another edit, and then get it over to my beta reader in April. Now, I've because I've kind of booked my beta reader in, and because I've kind of 
agreed with my partner that I would get it to him while he was on holiday and he could actually read it and make notes. I am putting them out if I suddenly mess their schedule up. If I'm like, oh, it's not ready now, it's going to be May. Oh, it's going to be April. It's going to be, you know, June. It's moving their systems down. They might, they might be busy in June and May and August. So I checked with them when they'd be free and I agreed to do it. So I feel more accountable to them because of their time, not my time. So I don't know if that makes sense. It makes sense in my head. But as I'm saying it, it sounds a bit crazy. So yeah, does that make sense? Well, it does make a lot of sense. And I think that's amazing that you've made those deadlines for yourself. So good, good job on you. Because I think that's, I think that's kind of the best way to make deadlines is if you have not necessarily a writing accountability buddy, but an accountability buddy that needs the next stage of your work. You know what I mean? Like, do you remember when we tried those reward charts with each other? Um, for those of you who don't know, Ari and I created reward chart, like sticker charts for us because we're preschoolers. And every week that we met for the podcast, we would show each other our reward chart and each we would put a sticker on each day that we worked on our novels, whether it was writing, outlining, editing, whatever. That lasted, I don't know, two, three months and then it just fizzled out. So we're really great at this. But I think having a writing accountability buddy definitely works for some people. But that was just us doing the same thing. We were like, okay, if you work on your novel, I'll work on my novel and we'll check in with each other. That's all well and good. But for you to go to somebody and say, I need you to look at this next stage, that kind of forces you to keep going. It's not just saying, hey, I wrote a sentence today and your accountability buddy says, yay, good for you. You're saying, I have this draft completed. Will you look at it? So yeah, I think that it's great that you did that. So with that said, I am going to say this whole episode is about how do you set writing deadlines? And so far we've talked about how we don't set writing deadlines. So I'm going to like touch upon the fact on how you can set writing deadlines for yourself. And again, see what works for, for you. And every project might be different too. So I'm going to bounce off of what Ari just said and try to find someone who can beta read or alpha read your work for the next stage. Or you can set monthly deadlines for yourself, depending on where you are in your novels, give yourself X amount of days to work on it. And you can also set yourself writing goals to, I mean, um, you can also set daily deadlines for yourself too. I mean, I guess that's more so of a goal than a deadline, but you can also try to say, I wanna write X amount per week. So therefore each day you can say, I wanna work an hour or something on my novel and see where that takes you. You might need to set up like goals before you can set up deadlines for yourself too. It's, it's kind of, it takes baby steps until you really get into the writing groove, especially since I feel like if you're going to write a, have a deadline for yourself, you need to be in a decent writing routine. Yeah, that is true. A writing routine is quite helpful for, for keeping you on track so that you are more likely to hit your deadlines, which is probably why I don't hit deadlines because my writing routine is kind of all over the place again. I mean, obviously what you can do, if you struggle with deadlines, you could look for any writing challenges out there. There's always something, whether it's an official thing like NaNoWriMo, which has obviously November, and then there's all the Camp Nano stuff that's in the middle of the year, or some random challenges that are on social media or anything like that. That might help having other people working on the challenge, having trackers, having kind of 
where you'd have to sign in and show your progress, things like that. That might be a good help. I think the best time I did the deadlines originally was when I first started doing the 85K challenge. I found it easier to stick to it. I didn't always stick to it, but I, I certainly gave it a lot more attention because there was like this deadline that had been created by somebody else. So I think we've mentioned this before, the self-imposed deadlines are the hardest. I'm, I'm sure there are people out there who set deadlines and meet deadlines because they're that sort of person. And that is brilliant. And if you are the sort of person who I'm talking about and you're listening, please put comments down below sharing how you do it in the best ways to hit those deadlines because we we need to hear them and our other listeners who maybe are more like us and are a bit rubbish with deadlines would love to hear them so please put them in the comments we definitely need that but uh i think one of the things with the external deadlines like how i said i have got a beta reader sort of set up if you miss those deadlines not only are you wasting that person's time and maybe messing with their schedule but also it will start to show that you're a flaky writer and that person or those people, if you have several or that, will, they're not going to hang around every time to try and move the deadline and do it again because maybe you'll miss it and then it'll happen again. And those people are going to eventually go, you know what, I'm not that interested in reading what you write because you can't keep to deadlines. So, yeah, that's something to think about. <laughs> that's a really good point that, yeah, you, you don't want to have that type of a reputation. Um, because these people, they're taking time out of their day, out of their routine, out of their own work uh, to help you. So it's not really fair of you to, you know, flake out on them, as you said. And granted, sometimes things happen. Uh, there are some times where you won't be able to meet a deadline because you had a family emergency or because you got sick. And that's totally valid. And sometimes it happens and you can't beat yourself up over that because I know on the other side of setting writing deadlines. If I don't meet a deadline, I beat myself up for it. And then I get in like this depressive slump and I just stop writing altogether for a little bit. And that's not good for anybody. You mentioned goals earlier and having like routines and everything. And it made me think about something regarding deadlines. I know one of the issues I had when I was struggling with deadlines was I didn't always know what I was supposed to be writing. So I would sit down to the writing session and be like, oh, got to write every day. You know, I've got to do this like 30 days or 90 day challenge. Got to write every day to, to, to make sure I get my word count and hit these deadlines. And I would sit down and I would have no clue where the hell the story was going or what scene I was going to write that day. And I could waste a good hour faffing, trying to figure out what I was going to do. Whereas now, if I was doing a challenge, what I would do is I would try and plan maybe maybe every week or every month, depending on what sort of challenge it was, of the scenes I wanted to write. And then I would have a list of what I was. So that way, every time I sat down to do a writing session, I wouldn't waste time thinking, oh, which part should I write? Do I need to write that chapter with the fight scene? Or maybe I should do this other one. Maybe I should go back to the beginning and start the first chapter. And obviously, if you've heard this podcast, you know it's because I, I write in scenes and I flip about. I do not write linearly. Lin linearly. <laughs> I hate that word. I do not write linearly. So that's why I'm talking about moving about. But it helps actually know which section you're going to be writing that day. And it helps to keep the momentum going. So definitely that sort of planning and having a goal like that. But I'm going to finish, you know, the first three chapters. Okay, I'm going to do chapter one today, or I'm going to do half of chapter one, or I'm going to do the inciting incident that comes up in chapter two, things like that. That can definitely help, I think. 
I don't know. I don't use deadlines. <laughs> no, I, that can help. You should know what it's like. People always say like every Sunday night, you should sit down before you go to bed and plan out your week. It's the same thing with writing, depending on what you're going to write that week or what you hope to write that week. You should sit down and be like, okay, I'm going to write this scene on this day. I'm going to try to write X amount of words on that day and so on and so forth. And, and yeah, don't, don't be like me. Don't, don't always set like word count goals every day. And then you write gibberish. And then your novel ends up way, way longer than it needs to be. It's not good. Not good. My cozy mystery novel is over 150,000 words right now. That's not a good thing. None of it's not finished. <laughs> no, no. And it's because I was just like, I don't know where to go next. So I just kept writing. Yeah, I know that feeling. It's, it's not good. Is there any scenes in it that you could pull out and move into the next book? Oh, I yeah, no, I know. There's like five chapters right in a row that I know are just out. <laughs> but it's but but looking at it, like I tried printing it out the other day so I could start editing it. And the printer was like, if you want to print out the whole thing, it's over 500 pages. And I was like, oh no. I was like, I can't waste that kind of ink. And I only printed out like the first hundred pages and I'll see where I go with that if I actually take the time to sit down and edit the stupid thing. I'm shaking my head over here, guys. That you need to set yourself up a beta reader. And I tell know. Them that you're going to be ready. So. And then stress about it completely. As I said, like this, this is being recorded in the middle of February and I have not <laughs> finished or even started finishing the draft that is going to be ready for April for my beta reader. So, but I am going to be planning that in the next few days, I have decided, because I, I don't want to do what I did last time and get to the last minute and do it. As Rachel said, it can work for some people and obviously it does work for me, but I don't like having that level of stress <laughs> crammed into one tiny day of like, write all the words. I don't need that stress. So, yeah. Yeah. So with that said, I think in a nutshell, self-imposed deadlines can be hit or miss for some people. And um, if they work for you, great. If not, then try to get an accountability buddy for your deadlines for the next stage of your writing, such as a beta reader. Uh, deadlines can work for some people, but other times they just can't. And, and sometimes they work, but um, it just depends on life too. Sometimes life can get in the way and that's not an excuse. It is a reason as to why you don't get your writing done, just as long as you don't overuse that reason. <laughs> so with that said, we'll turn it over to you guys. Do you use writing deadlines at all? If you do, let us know how you go about it in the comments below. And if you don't, tell us why you don't use writing deadlines. We'd love to chat about it. And if you'd want to hear some more of the Mary Writer podcast, then be sure to follow us on Podbean, YouTube, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And for as little as $1 a month, you can join us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash the My Writer Podcast for bonus content. It helps keep the show going, so we really appreciate the support. But in the meantime, tune in every Wednesday for a new episode of the Mary Writer Podcast where we ask all the right questions. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. 
This podcast is brought to you by Scraps of Paper. We have notes everywhere. The music titled Inspired is by Kevin McLeod, licensed under Creative Commons 4.0.